Welcome back to another episode. In today's episode, you'll be listening to a quick coaching session I did with a good friend of mine not that long ago. Listen to the end for his epiphany and profound experience. We are going to go ahead and get started, and I'm just going to ask you a whole bunch of questions for about the next 15 to 20 minutes, okay? Sound good? Perfect. Yep. Okay. Now, if anything makes you uncomfortable, you don't have to answer, Um, but sometimes things that make you uncomfortable are important to explore because that's how we grow. So I want you to keep that in mind. Yep. Good? Okay. So if you could wave your magic wand and get anything, whatever you wanted from the work together that we're doing today, and if we choose to continue on from today, um, what would you want to get out of this work? To be able to get enough time to actually meal prep or know even if I'm out and about and, and, and can't meal prep, what things are going to help me, you know, feel satisfied when I eat or what things, how can I look at food in a more positive way as opposed to, oh man, I'm hungry, so I'll just eat whatever. Okay. So, so okay. And what's the biggest challenge for you around making food more of a priority and making time for preparing food? My, my, my work, my work schedule. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. I work as a nurse, so I do 12 plus hours. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's hard to say, okay, I'm going to eat at eight o'clock or I'm going to eat at nine o'clock because depending on what my patient load is, depending on how severe their cases are. Sometimes I don't even get to eat my first meal till 11. And by that time, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty. So my decision-making dips. Yeah. And that can't be too good for you as a nurse when you're caring for other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And how long has this been a challenge for you? Oh, close to a year now. Oh, wow. And every week, it's the, this week, it's going to happen. This week, it's going to happen. And, yeah. And this week, it's really going to happen because of this This call. week, is really, yes, <laughs> it's okay. definitely going to happen. So you said that your work is part, part of the blame of not being able to make this time because there's a lot of things that are out of your hand or out of your control, depending on your patient load and who needs your care and all of that. Is there anything else going on in your life that prevents you on, let's say, the four days you're not working as a nurse, from meal planning, meal prepping, or any other kind of making healthier choices with food? Um, no, it's it's the part of, oh, man, I got to go grocery shopping. What do I buy to cook? And then I'll buy stuff, and they'll sit in the fridge, and, you know, um, I'll visit a friend, and they'll be making dinner. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll eat dinner. And I forget that I have food in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Um, or mom will make dinner and I'm like, oh yeah, sure. I'll eat. And then I forget that. And then it's always, okay, the food is in the fridge now. I'll make it tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and I get busy or I start to study or something like that. And then all of a sudden it's the day before work. And I'm like, oh man, like I didn't even do anything this, this, this break. And the cycle just starts over. Yeah. I think it's that way for a lot of people. We will tackle this though. So um, what do you think contributes greatly to this issue, this challenge of yours? 
besides work? Like, um, what makes it so stressful for you? Not knowing what to cook, not knowing, you know, I've tried to read online about do the paleo or do the keto or do more of a balanced, you know, uh, diet. Uh, and, and there's so much information out there. I don't know where to start. Yeah. And the grocery store becomes more overwhelming that I would much rather just buy food at the hospital. And is there any reason you would particularly look at paleo or keto? Like, are those for health purposes or are those because they're more structured and you need that structure and someone to tell you what to eat? It's more structured. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, let's see. What strategies have you tried to use so far to help yourself? Like you mentioned grocery shopping and buying the food, but then it doesn't get eaten. But what, what have you done in the past? I've even tried uh, meal service. I've paid for meal services hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And they would they would mail me out like the frozen meals. And I don't know what kind of, um, you know, four or five days from now, I don't know what, what I'm going to crave or what I'm going to like. So, you know, they send me the stuff and it looks amazing online. You know, the meals look great and so on. And then they send it to you and then like, the shrink wrap and you look at it. And I was like, that's it. There's no flavor. Uh, you have to nuke it for about four or five minutes. And then, you know, okay, fine. I'll eat it one day. I'll eat it two days, but it's seven days. So then I end up, you know, they get freezer burn and I throw them out. Oh, yeah. That's hard. Okay. Um, when, tell me when, when in your day or when in your week do you feel the best or the worst? So like physically, mentally? Um, I think on my, on my second day off, I start to feel better. Okay. I think because I have more control of my schedule, more control of my day. Well, to a certain extent, yeah. um, so I have another job aside from being, you know, being a nurse. So for me, my other job gives me that flexibility to say, you know what, I'm hungry, I'm gonna leave so I can find some place to eat. Um, so on my second day off is when I start to feel a little better. The most stressful is when I have back-to-back shifts at at work. Um, it's as if my body knows by the second or third day at the hospital, by eight o'clock, whether I'm with a patient or not, my body starts craving, you know, like egg sandwiches or omelets or things like that. And it's like, I start looking at the clock, you know, okay, guys, I need my morning break. I need to go get food. Mm-hmm. And then that's, you know, but then I, I just feel so weighed down after mm-hmm after eating the, uh, the breakfast mm-hmm. and then you know, um, that'll hold me off until late afternoon and then all of a sudden I get hungry 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 mm-hmm. and if it's close to me leaving for the house you know to go home I'll hold off and then I get home and I ravage your refrigerator or whatever's in it yeah but you're not and touching- then I can't am I not what 
you're not touching the food that you're buying. You're just grabbing no. whatever's available. <laughs> yeah. Cream cheese sandwiches, Lebanese sandwiches. Yum. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll eat that. <laughs> but so I have this ring here mm-hmm. uh, and it monitors my heart rate, my, my, uh, uh, my sleeping patterns and stuff. And it has been able to um, uh, pick up when I eat meals late at night and then I go to sleep, my heart rate is really high. And it actually tells me the next day, your heart rate has been really high and it monitors it and it tells me. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, okay, uh, you know, we're both in the sciences. So we both do like our little, you know, experiments. And so I've, I've done where I don't eat five hours, four to five hours before I sleep. Mm-hmm. And my heart rate actually really dips low to where I can get a restful sleep. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, I'm like, okay, so I know, I know the process of it. But it's the 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 getting it in motion. Implementation. That yeah, that that to me I don't know if it's I'm just scared to actually face the, the music, you mm-hmm. know, or actually put in the time. My whole life or my whole schedule is so structured that I'm like, dang dude, another thing I have to structure in my life. Yeah. And I think that's that's more daunting. Yeah. I can understand. Um, so I know that you like eating, you just struggle to find time and ways to eat the way that you wish you could eat. Uh, Would you consider yourself a fast eater, a moderate eater, or a slow eater? Super fast. Super fast. Okay. Minutes, within mere minutes. Like, there's no such thing as like, wow, I like the paprika in this or this. (laughs) It's more like how fast can I eat this and down this with a glass of water so I can get on with my day? Okay, we're going to correct that behavior okay. so that things will be different for you. I've already, okay. I can already see a lot of places where we could do some work on this. Perfect. Um, and what are your favorite foods? You listed some types of cuisine that you really like, but do you have any specifics, like favorite foods that you love that like desert island foods or top 10 mm-hmm. You don't have any food that like... I just don't eat spicy food. Yeah. Like, I eat some of my mom's cooking, you know, like, if my mom makes that every day, like, you know, or like grape leaves and zucchinis. Yeah. Except, you know, all the rice that comes with it. Yeah. Um, But other than that, I'm not really picky when it comes to to eating. Yeah. Uh, I just don't eat spicy food. That's my not good place. Okay, so if... If you had a choice of like the top four things you wanted to eat for breakfast every day, what are some of your favorite foods that you like to eat for breakfast? Eggs, bacon, and hash browns. Eggs, bacon, and hash browns. Anything else? Avocado. Okay. Can I write those down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have avocados in the fridge. I have bacon in the fridge. I have eggs in the fridge. I have cheese. Um, they're all in the fridge just waiting to be eaten their uh, life they're purpose. they're making friends their life's yeah. purpose and desires <laughs> to be eaten and you're not eating them I'm not eating. <laughs> okay how about for lunch what are some of your like go-to that you love that you could eat every day if you could for lunch working or not working doesn't matter like wraps like i would totally do like shawarma wraps or like kebabs like I could totally do kebabs with the garlic sauce. Okay. 
or the garlic paste. So if I can have that every day with like a salad, that's that's amazing. Okay. And what about dinner? I usually am full for lunch, and so I don't really think for dinner. So what for time? Dinner, do you like sometimes I'll eat lunch like three, four o'clock. And if I get cravings, it's like 10 o'clock at night. And so, you know, I tell myself, why make such a huge thing? Like, why don't you just, like, why don't I eat like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Yeah. So I'll eat that and, and then I'll go to bed. There are times where I used to wake up in the middle of the night hungry. I'd go to bed hungry and I would like drink water. I'm like, okay, it'll, you know, satiate me. Yeah. Nope. Wake up. And I'm just hungry, and I'm hungry, and then no decision making. Mm-hmm. Like you open the fridge, you take it out, you make it down exactly, <laughs> and it's one of those like I have no shame in my game. Like I just eat it, drink water, and then, and then go to bed. Nap. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned that when you're working in the hospital, right around eight a.m., you start kind of hankering for some eggs omelet, mm-hmm. something like that. So tell me about when you eat each of your meals. You mentioned lunch around 3 or 4 p.m. just now and no dinner. Um, around when you eat and, and specific as specific as you can be about what you eat. You mean like when in the hospital? Um, like and, and, in and the hospital, I'll, I'll get... I'll get a ham and cheese omelet with two hash browns okay. for breakfast. If I want to mix what it time? up, uh, usually by the time I go to breakfast, it's like 9 30, 10 o'clock. Okay. That's when my usual break time is. Okay. And then, so it's that omelet, or I'll get like an, an egg and cheese bacon sandwich, um, three eggs over medium with some bacon and cheese so that's my breakfast if if, you know i'm doing that okay um for lunch if i don't bring lunch from home my go-to is grubhub like i'll order grubhub so i'll order grubhub like you know and, and try to make it healthy um but like for, what's today? Today's Tuesday. For Sunday, I ordered uh, taquitos and a burrito. Mm. So what typically do you, kind of food do you eat? Like for lunch? Like your average, if I can just get a snack. Chicken strips and fries. Lunch. Chicken strips and fries, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then dinner you usually skip and then you have a late night snack. Okay. And you drink water, you said. You usually drink water while you're eating? Good. Yeah. For you. And, um... That's the only time I seem to drink water. I forget to drink water. You do forget? Yeah. Okay. So we have a, a nourishment room, you know, at the hospital, like, in, by the nurse's station. And it's become the running joke. Like, 
Jerry Springs a, a large bottle of water filled, and he takes it home filled. <laughs> so, it's not good when you're there for 12 yeah. hours. So I have nurses and then the secretary. Yeah. They'll actually, as they see me walking by the nurse's station, have you had water? Have you had water? They, they start to remind me. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's funny, but sad at the same time. You yeah. know, like I, I should be. At least you have support. You have friends who love you. Okay, so Mm -hmm. I can see a lot of places where we can do some really powerful work here. And I'm just going to give you the rundown and you tell me how it all sits with you. So it sounds like you need to get more organized in your meal planning and more specific about the meals you want to eat that you're going to buy for. I know most men like to go through the grocery store and just kind of pick. And you said something that my husband says all the time, which is, I don't know what I'm going to want to eat four days from now. I can't. He is like, I just like to go through the grocery store and pick things. And I said, great. If you want me to spend $400 every week, (laughs) that's not how you, you shop. Yeah. So getting more organized in your meal planning, getting more specific about what you're going to eat and what you're going to make, and then knowing what days you're going to do your cooking, right? And, and saying, these are my days off and these are the days that I'm going to cook. And I have a whole program on that. I have a DIY course on that. If that's something you're interested in doing it on your own, it's like a one-time thing you do it and it kind of helps you organize your thoughts and figure out what you already have so you can save money and what you've got in your spice cabinet, where you've got in your pantry and your freezer that you can already use so that you're using that stuff and it's not just sitting and going to waste. It also sounds like you're starving all day long. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're up at like what, 4.30 in the morning? 4.30 in the morning and you're not getting your first meal till 9 or 9.30. Now you need to think of metabolism as like a fire. And when your fire starts to die down, right? What do you do? You throw kindling, you throw logs, you throw newspaper on the fire to burn it back up. So that's what happens when you eat breakfast in the morning. Your metabolism is low all night while you're resting. And when you wake up, it's kind of like, all right, yeah, I'm ready. Give me those logs. Let me burn my fire. Let me get my fuel. And then it doesn't get it. So what does it say? Your body says, oh my gosh, I'm on a desert island. I don't know when my next meal is going to be. I'm going to save all my energy for essential processes like brain fuel and heart pumping and breathing and walking and moving. I'm not going to waste time on digestion and um, detoxification of the body. So all of those processes shut down and then you get your first meal at 9.30 or 10 and it's heavy. It's protein, which is good. You need that protein. You need it earlier in the day. It's heavy and your metabolism is already shut down. So what happens? It just sits in your stomach and it sits. Oh, I feel lousy. Yeah, of course. Because what happens is when we eat too much for our body to handle and we eat it quickly, our body says again with the energy, I don't have energy to live and survive and digest food. Something has to give. So what it does is either doesn't digest your food and it all sits in your stomach and you keep living fast paced, which is what's happening to you, or you automatically get like a food coma and you get real sleepy. And the body, what it does is it forces you into relaxation so that it can divert some of that energy towards digestion. Mm. So that's what usually happens at the end of the day for a lot of us when we finally get a chance to sit down and relax, right? We just, we eat and we consume and then we're just like, oh, I just want to hit the couch. (laughs) You know what I mean? So that's what's happening. Or you drink coffee right after. 
well, that's, artificial that, energy. That really, when yeah. you change how you eat food, you have more energy for living and you don't need coffee or drinks to give you that artificial energy because what those things do is they just take you up and then they bring you down and you crash. So, <clears throat> so working on how you eat, slowing down, scheduling breaks, meal planning and preparation, bringing lunch from home, avoiding processed foods as much as possible. So saying maybe like you work three days a week at the hospital. So maybe saying on one of those days you'll buy lunch, but on the other two days you'll bring lunch from home or you'll buy snacks from the cafeteria, but all your other meals those days are gonna be home prepared meals or some, just having some sort of a organized plan is a good way to combat that. It will also help you to feel better. So my methodology is eat with the sun, right? So when the sun rises in the morning is your highest mm -hmm. metabolism for the day. Breakfast needs to be had at that time. When the sun is at its peak, noon between 12 and one is your lunchtime hour. If you eat too late, your metabolism has already started to slow because it thinks it's starving. And then you've eaten so late that you're then not hungry enough for dinner and you're skipping dinner and you're getting hungry at 10 o'clock PM and you're eating peanut butter and jelly and you're going to bed hungry and your heart rate is so high in the middle of the night because your body is not resting and repairing itself. It's working, right? It's mm -hmm. metabolizing, it's digesting. And it's, it's basically like running a marathon all night and then not taking a recovery day the next day, like running another marathon the next day. So, getting these things in order talking about your meal timing your meal planning and preparation getting a little bit more organized and all of that stuff it's really going to help you and also slowing down with food like if you spend about four minutes to eat let's try to bring that up to like six minutes and then next week eight minutes and then the week after that 10 and let's work our way up to you get what a 15 minute break work that up to a full 15 minutes over time so these are the, some of the areas where I would work with you. And the one last thing that I'm going to say is if you feel like everything in your life is so structured, it means you need to make more time for fun. You need to have boundaries. You you're need not to the be only one. <laughs> you're not the only one that's told me about it. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. So if I'm not the only one who's saying it, it must be true. You need to make more time for fun instead of sacrificing something as important as eating you need to maybe find other areas or other times in your day or in your week where you can say i'm going to go to the beach with my dog or i'm going to do something that makes me feel good or i'm going to go shopping or whatever it is that makes you feel good and those are things that we can talk about we can make a whole list of things that bring you joy that are pleasurable for you and then each week you just check off the list you know, and yeah. make sure you get those things in. And that will help you feel less confined in a box. Sound good? Yes. How's it all sitting with I you? I like that. No, no, no. I like that. It's it's different. You know, you can you can you can read so much of the stuff online. You know, you can go online and be like, Oh yeah, I read this but how do you actually do it is where I and I think a lot of people do that too. Like, it's that daunting, like, oh my God, where do I start? Where do I go? How do I go? I mean, I've done the grocery shopping. I've gone to Sprouts and Trader Joe's and I'm like, oh, this would be good. Oh, this would be good. And then these thoughts in your mind come and, oh, I can make this dish and I can make this dish. And then, you know, I, I you know, how many, I mean, I have so many cookbooks at home. 
and then you know you were talking about meal prepping and then i start looking at these recipes and they ask for like 20 30 ingredients and i'm like they tell you prep time is 10 minutes i'm like it's going to take me 15 minutes to try to find all of these spices <laughs> like that's that's not prepping you know um and so i just it becomes more of a hassle so i was like forget it i'll just go buy something yeah i can um, see how for a single person that that would be the convenient option but you have to decide if it's the best option for you and for your health not just for your lifestyle right so it's convenient for your lifestyle but you know it's not 10, healthy 10 15 years from now is it going to matter that it was convenient when you were diabetic and yeah 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 so if you feel like this is something you want to talk about more let me know we can definitely talk more about these things um my unique training in eating psychology and mind body nutrition has taught me like you know <laughs> you know how intense the training was yeah, it's yeah. taught me that the food we eat is only a small part of the equation of good health right so the other part of the equation is how we approach food so that means like our emotional state whether we're in a relaxed place our thoughts and beliefs about food so for you food is not a convenience for you food is something that's inconvenient that you need just to survive through the day and just to get you on from point a to point b but if you change your mind about food being a beautiful gift from god and like something to be celebrated then your body will absorb those nutrients better and the food will taste better you'll stay fuller longer you'll eat a lot less and your metabolism will be more regulated so it'll impact you on so many different levels and so with eating psychology and my body nutrition we go like deeper than classical nutrition which classical nutrition would say okay you need this amount of calories and this amount of protein and you need to eat at these certain times and with my training, we go deeper into, well, what are your beliefs about food and how can we um, shift those beliefs to be something that's healthier for you? It's gonna be different for each person and it's gonna continue to evolve, evolve over time for each individual. So that's the kind of work that we would be doing together. And then that's why the work works and that's why it, these changes last because you're not just putting a bandaid and saying, I'm going to do keto and paleo and they're going to make me lose weight and I'm going to have more energy and I'm going to feel better. But you're saying I'm doing keto and paleo because they make me feel better because this is my belief system about them because they, um, give me more energy and I have more mental clarity. And you know, when your belief system falls in line with the way you're eating, then they become habits that are just easy everyday behaviors and actions and beliefs instead of something you have to do, instead of something else to add onto your day and onto your schedule. <clears throat> so the work that I do with people, that's what we do. We, we look across the board at mental, physical, spiritual, physiological, biological, emotional, all of it. And we see how all that comes into play and use those belief systems to change the relationship with food and with body and with weight. So, you have any questions for me? No, I, I like it. I, it's, it's something I, you know, nobody wants to face their shortcomings, you know, so it's easier to keep pushing it aside, but you know, I can't afford, I mean, you get to a point where I look at my credit card statements and I'm like, dude, how do I spend 50 plus dollars in one day on meals? 
Yeah. And then you see this and, you, and it just becomes more of a habit, you know, and, and I want to be able to say, I did all my grocery shopping and I ate for $125 a week or $130 a week, yeah. you know, and the food, I know what I'm eating. Uh, you know, the, the meals are healthy. I know what my portion sizes are. Uh, and, you know, there was a point in my life where, you know, I did that and so on. And then life happens and, you know, one excuse, you know, trumps another, trumps another, trumps another. And then here I am, you know, the scrubs are so comfy. They're so stretchy. <laughs> and then, you know, you wear your pants and you're like, oof. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't feel good, let alone look good. So, um, so yeah. Well, I want to thank you for your time today. Thank you for your willingness to let me share this with everyone. Thank you for your support in this giveaway and in the work that I do and in life in general. And I'm glad. I love you. I'm glad. I love you too. This is, this is, this is amazing. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad, uh, in, in this whole process. Thank you. Yeah. You've actually opened my, in, in this, in this short amount of time, you've actually opened my eyes. I'm like. I've never thought about shifting my, my beliefs. I never thought about I had a belief system in food anyway. Okay. You know? So there you so go. So this, yeah. So this was an eye opener for me. Hey, I'm glad. What do I think about food? You yeah. Know? And and you brought that to light. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I'm so glad we did this. And thank you too. know how to find me if you want to do some more. <laughs> I sure do. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, have thank a good you. day. Enjoy your thank day. You, thank you. All right. Thank Talk you. to you soon. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.